Ready? One, two, three. What's up, 20-somethings? This is Gabe and Laura with another episode talking about our 20s. Join the 20-something community and let's have a good conversation about money today. What is up, you guys? Today we are in the second episode of the series about all of these different challenges that always come up in your 20s. We put on Instagram some of the DM question things. I don't really know what they're called, so never mind. But we put those on our Instagram story. And thank you to everyone who put your answers to those questions. We put three different questions on there to see what you guys really wanted us to talk about. So that's what we're doing today. As y'all know, Gabe is super passionate about money and investing and all of the financial things because he's good at it. And he has a lot to say. Welcome to our episode. We hope you enjoy. Okay, I'll shut up. Yeah, guys, thanks for participating. Your support and your engagement means so much. We're doing this because you all ask for it, and we want to give you all exactly what you need to know about money today. Um, as Laura said, I'm passionate about it, and I'm just going to try to make it as simple and <laughs> as clear as possible because... We tried recording an episode and I got lost, um, but I have an outline and I'm going to strictly follow the outline and make it simple and engaging for you all. So stay to the end because we have interesting content throughout the whole episode. And at the end, we're going to let you guys know a few links you can find in the description if you want to go ahead and look at it because we want you to be part of it as well. Before we get started, this is not recommendations. I'm not recommending any of that to you guys because I cannot. I'm not um, a professional in the feud. I'm just passionate about it and I do it for fun and for my future. So don't take that as a recommendation. Do your research and everything before you make your financial decisions. If you ever want to talk about money though, as a friend, I'm always open to you and Laura as well. But yes, let's get started. We asked a few very specific questions about money on our Instagram. And we got some very interesting questions. And I'm going to list the questions. And then I'm just going to follow my thought process and the outline to guide you guys through on some key factors about money. If you say one Um, more time you're following that outline, I'm hanging (laughs) up. I think I'm just saying that because I'm trying to convince myself to follow the outline. Okay. (laughs) Leave it in the comments how many times I say follow the outline. (laughs) The first question on the outline is, what's the biggest challenge with money that you face? Yeah. What do you got? got A few questions. A big challenge is not working because right now it's too dangerous to work, but you still need money to buy things. And then a second, investing 101. Third, making it, it being money. Fourth, saving money. Fifth, balancing short-term and long-term gratification. And I put that one with a little star on the side saying it's a tough one and we got another one about balance between having fun and being responsible saving budgeting with low to little no to little money and then more budgeting and student loans let's go over 
these things in a very easy to follow way. The basics of money is you need money to buy things and survive. It's that simple. But there are a few things you can do to maximize the use of your money. Let's get started. Number one thing you need to think about when you're planning on saving or investing your money is to have an emergency fund built. And an emergency fund is a six, six to 12 month fund somewhere growing at about the same or a bit higher than inflation. That way your money is not losing value, but it's also growing over time. And the purpose of your emergency fund is clear. It's a fund you have set aside with six to 12 months of your monthly expenses to cover any emergency that happens. We are 100% sure that emergencies will happen. We just don't know when they will happen. Like right now, right now is an emergency for a lot of people. Like I would say most of the world is going through a hard time financially because of not being able to work or being restrict restricted to work and companies not being able to open and provide their services. So we do know emergencies will happen. So set aside just every month. You don't have to have the whole thing set right away. But I was fortunate enough to have built an emergency fund and I'm using it right now until I get to the point that I have back my full income. Um, so yes, but to build an emergency fund, it is very important for you to budget well. You have to know exactly, not exactly, but you have to have a pretty good idea on how much money you make, how much money you spend, and where the money you spend is going. Because you have control of that, you pretty much have control of your whole life. It is not hard at all. It is hard to make money, of course, but if you know exactly how you're spending the hard-earned money you have, man, your money is going to grow. It's like that. And then you're going to learn the more complex part of having the money and investing the money and all of that. But budgeting, it's simple. An Excel sheet, there's uh, several apps you can use. Um, Nerd Wallet is one of them. You can look it up. We're going to leave the name, not a link, but we're going to leave the name in the description so you can look it up. And you just link your cards to it and it's going to give you a solid understanding on where your money is going and it separates into categories like car expenses and house expenses and fun entertainment and stuff like that so you know exactly where to go and where you can cut some costs um, moving on to investing 101 the basics of investing you put some money and you expect your money to grow and be worth more than you what you had before and there are a few ways of doing that one, you can put in a savings account. That's what most people know. And it's a simple investment. It's very trustworthy. It is very likely you won't lose your money. Number two is buying bonds. They're fixed income. So you know when you're, when you're going to be able to get your money back and how much more money you're going to have when you have it back. So they give you a percentage of the growth of your money. And it's pretty much you're lending your money to someone else to use to make more money for their businesses or activities. And then they pay you back with interest. But the percentage they make 
is supposed to be bigger than the percentage they pay you. So it's pretty much a loan, but from a person. And it's cheaper, cheaper for them and more beneficial. Um, and then another one is stocks. It's something a lot of people know about and a lot of people are scared about, but it's not a crazy thing. Um, but Laura, what are your thoughts on these things? Have you heard of any of them? And what's up? What's up? Um, yeah, I've heard of some of them. Um, I don't really use any of them yet, but I did invest today. Nice. <laughs> what, what, tell us about your experience. <laughs> okay, well, backstory. Gabe texted me today and said, okay, so I have a way for you to make some money if you want to. And I was like, that's sketchy. And then I was like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, and then he sent me a link to download the Robinhood Financial app. And basically I got a free stock because of a referral link. And so now, do I say like I joined the stock market? Is that what one does? Is that like yeah, the Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're an investor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Great, I'm an investor. <laughs> That's exciting, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel so old. <laughs> nice. Big girl moves only. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, it's you know the a lot of people want to have money and they want to have things, but we all know how hard it is to make money. And if you make the right choices with it, it can be the best thing ever. Like you can, they say money doesn't buy happiness, but money takes away a lot of worries you have in life and you know i've ever since i was a kid and i know myself as a human i always said i'm gonna have a better life i'm gonna give my kids a better life than the one i had not complaining of course not but i believe that you should always aim for growth and you know support the next generations and that's what i want to do that's the, the whole reason I'm so passionate about that. I never had a lot of good um, examples, but I've had some good examples too. And, you know, my family's kind of split like half and half. Half is very, very good. And the other half is not good at all <laughs> with money. So I got to see both sides and I chose to be on the side that is more about spending. And I'm not saying you should not go out and have fun with your friends. And that is moving on to, you know, the the two questions about balancing short term and long term and finding that balance between having fun and being responsible. And that all goes back to budgeting. You like how much money do you need for your emergency fund? But after that, how much money you have to you want to have? I know the answer to that because you told me one time. What is it? You said to start with however much you'll need to live for six months. Exactly. And then grow it from there. Yeah. And like I invest in the stock market right now, but every month I grow my emergency fund, but I also have uh, investment fund, which is some money growing a little bit over inflation that I can use to, let's see, that I can use to buy stocks for more opportunities, uh, with better opportunities. I got a message now, I got distracted, but 
if that makes sense a stock price goes all the way down but you know it's going to go back up because it's a good stock it's a solid company you should have some money set aside for those opportunities it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity and the big bucks are there and you just got to be smart with it so yes know how much money you have how much money you make and how much money you want to put aside for that every person is going to be different and you know every situation is different every person has different goals but for me right now i want to i have my emergency fund built next step is to make the real growth of my portfolio or my net worth if i don't even know like if i care about that name <laughs> but that's what it is and with that a lot of things will come like passive income businesses will pay you dividends and that's when you are able to retire that you make so much money with dividends every month that you can live off of those dividends and there are so many theories behind that reinvest your dividends when you grow in your net worth that's going to create that exponential growth of money um so yes it's a lot it is a lot but i think i covered the whole basics of it student loans is the last one i don't know student loans are tough i was lucky to not have student loans for two reasons one i got a good volleyball scholarship and two i could not get student loans because i was from another country so it had to be right there and it was due to my dad's financial planning that we were able to afford the difference but when in college i was always hustling and if you want to hear uh gabe's hustle episode <laughs> let me know because i love talking about these these are fun um i think hard-earned money like something that comes straight from you it was your idea you made it all happen is so worth it it's so rewarding but okay let's move on to the second part of this episode which is what do you want to know about money <laughs> which we already answered that <laughs> i guess but how to start investing was one what i should be doing with it it being money and where to save how to start investing you need to have a bank account you need to open a broker account which is Robinhood, m1 finance uh, weeble acorns any of those investment accounts uh, then you have to have uh, an investment plan. Like, what is your plan for investing? What do you want to get from these investments? And, you know, not in that order, but you need to know your investor profile, like how tolerant you are for, for risk, how much risk can you take, um, and or how much risk you're willing to take with your money. Are you a risk taker or you're conservative on that side? So you need to understand yourself and your relationship with money before you start investing so you don't make stupid decisions uh, and then last one is just know your goals for the money are you saving the money for a trip are you saving money to buy a car or you're saving money for retirement these end goals are going to dictate where you should allocate your money where is smarter you should not put your investments into a startup company if you need that money in a year from now like you don't know what's going to happen it's a startup like anything can happen that is a long-term goal and you should not invest money you're not willing to lose you should save money but not invest it it is different 
Um, so yes, that is how to start investing, the more simplified way. What I should be doing with my money, just everything I said before, build an emergency fund, use it to pay your expenses, reduce your expenses so you have more money left to invest. If you don't have enough money to have money left to invest, find a second way, a second way of making money. Side hustles, a second job. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, I truly appreciate people who are hustlers and who go out there and try things and find ways of making money and providing for their families because that's a very honorable thing to do. Um, but there's something I truly want to talk about and I am that person. There's a big difference in buying expensive things and buying expensive things that are worth it and just buying things because my microphone, for example, it was an expensive item, but it was totally worth it. It is increasing quality of the podcast. It is helping us create better content. And it's a long-term investment for me. When you go out and you buy nice shoes, like not super expensive, but good quality shoes to go exercising, you're doing that because these shoes are going to be good for your body. It's not going to let your knees and ankles and your whole body hurt because of that. But if you buy like a $5 pair of shoes and try to go run a marathon, that's going to hurt you. So be smart how you spend it. Buy fewer things that you're truly going to use and are truly going to bring benefits for you instead of just like buying things because it's cheap or, you know, like you're going to go buy a blender. You buy the cheapest one, yes, it's going to be good, but it might break very soon. But if you buy a good quality one, you do some research before buying things and you buy it for a good deal, that is going to last you a life, like a whole life. Like my dad... He's like 55, 56, and he just got his second blender <laughs> his whole life. So like, you know, you find a good quality item, it is, if you divide how much you spent in like that time, it's gonna be worth so much more than if you buy like five or six blenders all at once, like ends up being more expensive. Um, so that is a concept as well. And then where to save, if you don't know what to do with your money yet, a high yield savings account can be key for at least keeping the value of your money. And you can learn about that. Like I'm passionate about that. I don't even know if it was clear enough. I wanted to be, but I just talked. I wish we had visuals. I might make a YouTube video about that. But Laura, like, just talk to us. Like, seriously, I need you to talk because <laughs> I need to stop talking. <laughs> Why do I need to talk? I don't have anything to add. Did you understand? That make, did, it, did that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, I did like what you said, though, about um, it's okay to spend money if you're going to use it or, like, use whatever you're going to buy. I think a lot of people get caught up in, like, well, this is really cheap, so I'm just going to buy it. And, like, yeah, I'll use it a lot, but, like, it's cheap. If it breaks, I'll just buy a new one. But, like, no, don't do that. Like, you're just going to end up spending more money in the long run if you're going to have to buy something every time it breaks, which is going to be every other week, you know? So it's, like, buy the things that you know you're going to use a lot. I think that's important. Yeah, I have a friend. Like, he, he used to go to Walmart and buy those $10 watches they have there. And... For the time I've known him, he at least, at least 10 or 15 of those that he went through. Like just breaking it or just like the, the band, 
the wristband breaking and there's no way to fix that and you know like I think it was much worth it buying an Apple Watch there's something is good quality I see a lot of benefits in it and it is a good item that it's gonna last like a long time <laughs> so you know like those things just be smart yeah. with your spending and like I have friends that are like, yeah, I'll use this a lot, but I'm like, will you really? So like, even if you need to go talk to your friends about it, like before you make a big purchase, do that. Because some of my friends will be like, yeah, I use, I'll use this all the time. And I'm like, I, mm, will you? Like, mm, I don't think you will. And then they'll buy it. And then I'm like, so how's that item going for you? And then they're like, oh, I don't use that anymore. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah, and, and there's, a, there's a theory that says that when you want to buy something, give it at least 48 hours until you, until you really buy it. Just do what I do. Give and it five years. That's how you'll know. <laughs> I did that. I really did. <laughs> Maybe not that long, but... <laughs> I'm not good at committing to things, especially when it comes to money, so... <laughs> <laughs> there are some things like... Um, it's marketing. It's truly marketing. Like, it is the last item or enjoy this 50% off for, like, in the next 15 minutes. Don't go with it because the price is going to be there. Like, and just, yeah, be smart <laughs> with the way you spend your money. Um, but just to close it up, like, the key things we discussed were save money. Save money. Have an emergency fund because we know emergencies happen. If you don't have enough money to save, find another way of making money. And understand your profile, your investor profile, because that is going to be critical when you start investing in variable income because you need to know how much risk you're willing to take. And understanding all of that, there's only way... There's only one way of doing it, which is by doing it. You just got to do it and see how it works. Never be afraid of asking for professional help. And once again, this is not a recommendation for you to do any of that or <laughs> use any of those um, websites and apps we discussed. It's just what we do and what we use for our lives. So... If there's any questions or anything that it wasn't clear or you want me to discuss more, let me know because I want to talk about it. It was a very broad episode. It was like very different types of questions. So try to be clear, but quick and in detail. <laughs> so I don't know. I hope it was clear. So yes, that is it for today. I'm going to stop talking right now because I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have for today. Stay tuned for our next episode in this series, which is going to be about relationships. So stay tuned. All right. Bye.